This is Sky. And this is Raina. And, and we're cousins. We created this platform to share our stories. To revisit memories and hopefully by unpacking them, we will leave each situation more empowered, more excited, more confident, more brave, more passionate, more healed. So our hope is that while we're healing and unpacking our own baggage, you're inspired to do the same. This is Unpack and Bounce Back. Let's dive in. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Get a good stretch in before I we know. get started. I was just thinking that. Let me, let me get a couple bones <laughs> cracking, a, a little boom shaka laka. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. Uh, my name is Sky, And I'm Raina. And today we are discussing the art of mastery, uh, what it means to master a craft. We're going to get into all things crafty. Uh, of course, if you are a new listener, I'm a comedian and an actress. I also write. <laughs> and Raina is a author, writer, poet, but we do a lot of things. However, when we think of our fields, that's pretty much, you know, right? Mm-hmm. Writer, author, comedian. So when we talk about our crafts today, that's what we will be discussing. Uh, and I'm actually excited for this this conversation. Me too. I recently did a panel where I got to talk about comedy with some of like the heavy hitters in the industry. And it was so interesting how, although we were all discussing comedy... We all did something different. Like somebody did a cartoon voice. Somebody was a showrunner. Somebody uh, did a sitcom. Then I did sketch. And you just realize how so many different crafts exist under an umbrella. Mm-hmm. So I just any conversation like this gets me excited because it's like you know I, I just light up passion, passion yeah. for what you do and what you love. So the art of mastery. Let's get into it. I'm throwing you the ball. Catch it. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, this was your question. But I'll ask it. Oh, go for it. <laughs> what does it mean to be a master? And I'm probably going to toss it back to you because, I, I mean, that's just not a word that I use. Like, he is a, a master of his craft, I guess. So when I think of mastery, I think of a person who is damn near perfect at something. Oh. I think of Michael Jackson. Okay. I think of... James Baldwin. Okay. I think of Beyonce. Wow. I think of Dave Chappelle. I I just think of people who have mastered their existence. That's the mature answer because in my head I'm like, yes, master. Meanwhile, that's not it. That's not it. (laughs) I was like, I don't know if she's – this is a prank question. That's why I purposely avoided it. So somebody who just has nailed it in all forms of their craft, whatever it may be, they have reached that level where they are, dare I say, undeniable? Yes, yes. That's a beautiful word for it. I like that. That's my life goal is to be so talented that I'm undeniable. Yeah. One day. But yeah, undeniable is a really wonderful word. Uh, So somebody who is so undeniably great at their craft that you look silly talking shit about them. Yeah. That being like, oh, it wasn't that good of a song. And you're like, come on. And everyone else is like, but we're all on the same page Yeah, they're all like, that was Josh Groban though. Right? (laughs) Like that? Okay, great. Right. How long do you think it takes to master a craft? This is a sticky question because I think... You got to have some talent in you to master it. Mm. Anybody who I consider a master, I think, has some type of natural talent. Granted, I maybe have not met somebody who taught themselves piano and just it was the hard, long days and eventually they became a master. But for the people that I respect, that I look at, like a genius, a master, somebody who's just nailed it 100%, they all kind of have this natural ability about them that they have honed in. Yeah, personally. Like when I look at like a Beyonce or I look at a Michael, I look at a Kobe, like you kind of had something in you. It wasn't this unsuspecting girl sitting on the sidewalk became a mogul. You're like from jump, you had that thing. Right. You were special in some way. You were special. Uh, I do think a lot of people can be special and get comfortable being special and then never become anything beyond that. Right. So it's not like you're special, you're a master. You have to then have something unique in you. And then go, okay, I have to put in time to now get to the next level. Now, how much time? I don't think you can put on it. I I don't think you're like, study for five years straight and you will be great. Mm -hmm. 
I think you can start touching greatness and maybe the world realizes later, like a Viola Davis. Mm -hmm. She's been acting for 30, 35 years, but she blew up within the last 10. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's sticky. I do believe you have to work at your craft nonstop. Mm -hmm. However, uh, I guess when I think of the people that I consider a master, most of them are, are further in age. They're more in their 60s where I go, your career has so been long-term that I consider you a master. Mm -hmm. It's very hard for me to look at somebody who is very young mm -hmm. and go, They've just mastered their craft. Because mm -hmm. I think when you're so young, you have so much room to expand and to grow mm -hmm. that you might do an amazing performance in whatever you do, but still not even have reached your potential. Mm -hmm. Versus when somebody has a long career behind them, you go, okay, after their 50th movie, he has mastered his craft. Mm -hmm. I think when you're young, you still have so much to prove, even if you seem like a mm -hmm. genius. What about people who just had raw, natural, like a Denzel Washington, who like from... 20 years ago, he was doing this incredible work, and still to this day, he's doing this incredible work. Would we consider, would you consider someone who is just so naturally great at whatever they do a natural master? or a master? Yeah. I think that's just natural talent. I think, I, I don't know why, but for me, I attach um, a long list of accomplishments or success or like a big belt of projects under mm -hmm. somebody who is a master because mm -hmm. it doesn't, it's not hard to have one amazing project. Mm -hmm. But when you look at somebody and you go, man, all 32 times mm -hmm. he nailed it. Mm -hmm. That guy's a master of what he does. Mm -hmm. You know, I it just takes think time. It takes time. It takes time. I think you can be spectacular. You can be wildly talented. You can be blessed. You can be naturally talented. But a master, I just think of somebody who can really show for it. Whether it's 13 bestseller books and she's never missed a mark and she's 62 now, I just, there's kind of, yeah. you got to prove yourself. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you are the most talented person I've ever met on earth. What's your resume? Show me. Yeah. It makes sense because it's like a master, someone who's a master at the piano. Yeah. Every time they play this one song, they're going to play it the exact same and they're not going to fuck up. And yeah. they might even play with it. Yeah. Because they have room to play with it. Right. Because they know it so well. Right. You have mastered that song. Right. You have versus, mastered that thing. Versus a prodigy. You could be the wildest, most talented eight-year-old in the world, but I wouldn't go, he's a master. I'd be like, he's a prodigy. He's on his way to developing more. But I just, um, there's a matureness and an age to it for me. And now the younger you start, the quicker you can become a master. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. Beyonce has mastered her craft, but she's been performing since she was six. Mm -hmm. So she, Do you think there's luck in mastery or do you think? No. 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 Because in order to be undeniable, the whole room has to agree. Mm hmm Wow, he is good. I don't even like that kind of music. That boy can sing though. Yeah. It's it's very rare. Yeah. This is it's it's like when I see people using words such as icon. Yes. It drives me insane. Yeah. Or perfection, icon. Oh my god. This is uh what is another word that's just overused? Legend. That Legend. Yeah. Why are we using these words when we don't mean them? <laughs> when somebody uses that word often, I just it turns me off really bad because mm -hmm. I'm like why are you watering this word down? Icon? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, it was iconic. I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But it, it's there's there's a heavy root to being a, a master of your craft mm -hmm. that I just, I think of, of living a lot of life to get that title. I can't imagine calling somebody 17 a master of their craft. Even if they were the most talented person I ever saw on earth, that wouldn't be my first instinct ever. Can you recall a time when you saw a master at work? Like up close and personal? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, I've seen many masters in my life. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a part of growing up in the industry that I've seen the best of the best up close. That's yeah, crazy. My, my dad is a master at his craft. The way that he directs and processes scripts from paper to brain, I've never seen anything like it. Every person that works with him goes, in my whole career, I've never met anybody who works like him. I'm like, never? They're like, no. From full grids to she walks out the room like this, traces it, to the exercises he does with actors, to the way that he cheers them on, to the way he pisses them off. Mm -hmm. He has so many strange techniques that he's mastered how to get a good performance out of somebody. Wow. Undeniably. He's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> um, who else? A master. 
I know I've seen many. Someone you were just in awe of. Or someone you were like, yeah, they put the time in to get here. Put the time in. I wouldn't say master, but there was a visual artist that I knew that I was like, I've never seen anything like this. Your ability to bring pictures to life is the wildest. Mm. This looks like a photograph. Uh, so I, I, my first thought wow. wasn't master, but it was like, you are abnormally gifted. Whether you know it or Shit. not, you're an alien. But what separates that person from being a master? Probably age. Really? Probably like you can still grow so much. So let me not put a cap on it. Yeah. Not that master's your grand finale, but it's kind of your graduation. It's interesting because with this question about how we ask, is there you know a time frame or a certain amount of time to get to that thing? When I think of myself and I think of writing, I think this year I finally reached my peak of like, it's not going to get any better than this anytime soon. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's not going to, in this specific field, I have to be able to explore life. I have to be able to explore different avenues of work. I have to be able to go through more. I have to get my heart broken a little bit more. I have to love harder. I have to bring new life in. I have to create. I have to create, period. In order to come back here and feel like I can get it out the same or different, to challenge myself to do it differently this time. Um, and so when I think of, okay, what does it take? How long does it take to, to be a master? I'm like, well, for me, I feel like it's going to take forever because I can see myself at 60 years old writing my best work. I can see myself at 30 years old writing my best work. I don't think that there will ever really be a best work. Do you think when we say they've mastered their craft, we think the best has already happened? Or you can master your craft and then just keep creating When I think of, so when I think of a master, I think of like a James Baldwin and I think of a Michael Jackson, like I said, and I look at them and I go, it's not necessarily the work that makes them a master, even though the work is exceptional, even though the work is magical. It's the truth. It's the honesty and it's the just the feeling like you've mastered how to give the world this same feeling you you know what you just made me think of hmm. it's not even the work sometimes sometimes it's the process in which they do the work that yeah. is so interesting and so unique that you're like you've mastered how to do this so well that it's like say the best baker they can make a cake in 10 minutes that takes somebody two hours because they've mastered the technique of it yes sometimes it's the process yes i feel like the first time i sat in the studio with mark with Mm -hmm. my partner the energy was electric Mm. just watching him do what he does Mm -hmm. but still it didn't process to me that he was a master. In the moment, I was just like, he's a producer. He makes music. Makes music for some of the best, greatest, hugest artists in the world. Right. But to me, it didn't really make sense. Like, I couldn't really put a master title on it. But now here we are, however many years later. And I've seen even then how much you've grown in this one thing. Mm-hmm. And how much this one thing has helped you grow as a person. And I look at you and now like I know more. So the work and the human, it translates over. And I'm like, you are a master at what you do because you never miss a mark. Yeah, mastering in an art or a craft is almost like whatever the lock is, right? I'm always getting visual. Here we go. <laughs> whatever the lock is in your life, you've unlocked it. Yeah. And so it's a matter of when you've really unlocked it because as an artist, sometimes we can keep wowing ourselves where you're like, oh, I didn't know how much I had in me, which is a very interesting situation. But when you know, oh, I've figured out the process of how to grab the key and open it up, I will always be able to unlock it. Yeah. But this is what's interesting. Like going back to Mark is he's a producer, but every one beat that he makes is different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you could be a master of writing... I could be a master at writing love poems. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to do that. Or it's not always going to come out that way. Mm -hmm. 
for him, yes, he has bad days. Yes, masters have bad days where they go, damn, I fell short. But even when you fall short, you're still damn near the best. You've mastered how to create music yes. versus you looking for a trap beat. He's your guy. Yes. He's really focused on the art as a whole yes. versus a genre. Yes. Which makes him an even greater master because you can be a master of like a master of tying your shoe or whatever right. and, and being like, no, a master of knots of all kinds. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's really like that, you know? Wow. Um, who in your field, when you think about, all right, writers, poets, they have undeniably mastered their craft, whether dead or alive, in your brain? Um, Toni Morrison. Mm-hmm. Toni, because she was so able to tell a story and make you see every part of it. You could see the picture. You could see the feeling. You could see the energy. You could see the chaos. You could see everything. Mm. Baldwin, because you could just put yourself in his shoes damn near wow. and be like, fuck, I feel what he's feeling. You know what I mean? Just by reading she, his words. Right. Because because Tony, she didn't necessarily talk about herself. She more so gave you this, this is my imagination, mm. versus Baldwin was like, no, this is what I'm going through. This is how I view the world. And so when you read his work, you sit in his work and you go, wow, like this is a hell of a way to view the world, but you're you in this world, mm. if this makes sense. I don't know. Do you feel like there's anyone in your craft? I'm I'm sure there's plenty. Tons, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I think somebody who's mastered their craft, I then think undeniable. I have quite a list. Jamie Foxx. Mm. I think if you deny that that man has talent, you don't have to like it. You don't have to like his songs, his acting, his character work, his piano playing. He is so gifted overall. Mm-hmm. If you literally go, oh, I think he's terrible, you look crazy. <laughs> I mean, his performance in Ray, as a character actor, his nuances were unbelievable from his finger shakes to the way that his neck moved to the, sh- the sh- tension in his shoulder. I, I mean, still haven't seen that. Oh, my God. Oh. Adam, have you seen Ray? Oh, my God. At least our engineer has you. Shameful girl. What? Are we watching Ray? Okay, I owe you a movie. You owe me a movie. Yeah, you owe me the okay, Joker girl, hold for on. two Sit years now. Sit your ass down, girl. Adam, have you seen the Joker? <laughs> With Joaquin. Joaquin. Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. Okay, girl. Sit your ass down. The Joker just came out. Okay, Ray has been around, what, 57 years? Girl, oh, thank you. Adam said that is a prerequisite. Um, <laughs> Ray is one of the best movies of all time. Jamie Foxx's subtleties in that movie, the wow. way you thought you were watching Ray Charles, it solidified him as one of the most undeniable talents of all time. If you diss him in a room full of people, you look dumb. That is a master. Yes. Uh, Jim Carrey. <laughs> mm. Who the fuck else can do what Jim Carrey can do? No what? one. What? No one. The Grinch? Yeah. Have you seen how he manipulates his oh. own face? Yes, I do. Yes. Like, oh, it's just makeup. I said, no, 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 no. No. He has learned how to turn mm-hmm. <laughs> his face yeah. upside down. Yeah. Ace Ventura, The Mask. He is one of one. He has mastered his type of comedy, which is a lot of facial, a lot of physical, a lot of voices. Jim Carrey is one of one. Mike Myers. <laughs> I don't know enough about him. All you need to know is Shrek. Yes. Shrek, Austin One of the Powers, greatest movies of all time. One of the greatest of all time. I mean, Austin Powers, his skill to shoot a movie in the same time as all these different characters going through hours and hours of hair and makeup and still deliver stellar performances. Austin Powers and the lightness that he had. It was so fun. Ooh, baby. Into Dr. Evil and the way that he completely you know like just he is one of the biggest masters i've ever seen in my life his scottish accent for shrek his his inflections <laughs> the feelings he makes you get out of your donkey the way you feel <laughs> yeah robin williams yes mrs doubtfire not only he transformed into mrs yeah, doubtfire he, he's different the pain you felt in his eyes yes yeah. And every great comedian. In every performance, I feel like from him, though. Oh! Yeah, he gives you that raw feeling. 
Master. Yeah. That's how I feel about James Baldwin. I'm like, you, yeah. Master. Another one, Fred Armisen, who was on SNL, one of my. You mentioned him to me. Favorite comedians. Did you see Wednesday on Netflix? I haven't finished it yet, but. Have you met Uncle Fester? Not yet. The one with with the bald head, and he's like her uncle. No, I think I'm on like episode two or three. Okay. I haven't met him yet. Fred Armisen. Okay. His character work is so unbelievable. You can name any accent in the world and he can find a way to finesse it. He is one of the gra- gr- the greatest. <clears throat> Sorry to bubble my throat. I love you, Fred. <laughs> he is one of the greatest mimics, one of the greatest comics. His impressions are spot on. On SNL, he would go from a weird, you know, art uh, <clears throat> collector to prince to this man is unlimited. I've never seen so much range in one human being in my life. Wow. Fred Armisen is one of the greatest talents on earth. Wow. On earth. Wow. Uh, and the last master, I would say, is Dave Chappelle, who has mastered how to remain, whether people like him or don't, mm-hmm. how to remain himself on stage and deliver a story as a storyteller. He has mastered the art of storytelling to me. Which Hell yeah, a lot has. of stand-ups can tell a funny joke or they have a quirky thing or they rely on like, you know, they have a silly a tooth missing or they talk a certain way. A lot of stand-ups rely on something. Dave is like, I am a storyteller who always knows where the punchline comes. Yeah, His sketches were great, but he wasn't known for like the transformings out of this world. It was the concepts were entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, we loved the characters, but it, it wasn't anything where you saw and you go, he completely disappeared in his mm-hmm. body. You still could hear him a little bit. Right. Fred Armisen? Is absolutely going to disappear. You're going to wow. go. I don't even know if that's him or not. And that's a kind of, of skill that um. Oh, it sounded like I was crying, but it was <laughs> just gas. Um, coming up, which a better up than down, but uh, yeah, it's it, there's very few people that I look at where I think that they're undeniable. Um, and that's just in my craft, of course. Like we said, a Michael Jackson, a Beyonce, uh, a Cher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. I think some masters can be legends. It can be interchangeable for certain people. But uh, yeah, in my field specifically, when I think comedy, that's who I'm like. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Wow. <sighs> Mastery. Oh, God. I love people who are good at what they do. <laughs> um, what is your perspective in putting in your 10,000 hours? Like, if you do 10,000, you'll be great at anything. Do you believe that? Oh, no. Why? I feel like I've put in my 10,000 hours mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm decent. <laughs> I don't wow. I don't think that I'm great yet. Wow. You think you just got to the point of being allowed to say you are this? I feel like I'm at a point where I can where I can say I've written a few good things. Wow. But as far as like me being great and like almost the best at something, I'm like, no. Wow. I could, at this age, hmm. what could I possibly be the best at? Wow. Yeah. I don't, I think that I'm, again, I think I'm decent. Wow. But I think that sometimes you put your 10,000 in. And then you go, well, I want to try something new. And then you go put your 10,000 in there. And then you go, okay, this isn't fulfilling me anymore. So then you go to something else and you go, I'm going to put my 10,000 in over here. And sometimes you're doing 10,000 on two different things at once. Yeah. And I think at the end of it all, let's just say, not even the end of it all, but I think that it all comes together. Mm -hmm. And then... You put all of those things that you put those 10,000 hours into together, and that's the moment where you reach your mastery. So every, like, little bit of your craft, like, what kind of multiple things do you think? Because in my head, if you're putting in 10,000 hours, you can only focus on one real thing. You can do other things during that 10,000, but, like, what do you mean? Like, okay, playing guitar and drums you really figure out how to make beautiful beautiful music? Like, do you think you have to focus on things in the same world while you're studying? In the same world, yeah. Like, you can't be like, I'm studying magic and music and expect no. to be a master. No, I'm I'm speaking directly towards, okay, I have now, 
I'm not even going to say mastered, but I have come to the point where I'm so comfortable with writing a poem now. And I've put those 10,000 hours in to where I go, okay, now it's time to learn how to write a novel. Now it's time to learn how to write a script. Wow. And then once you're 60, you are a writer master. Yeah. (laughs) Now I have a question though. If it was a matter of people 25 to 30 and they said, here are all the writers, pick a master. Would you consider yourself one of the masters at that point? 25 years old to 30. Mm -hmm. And they said, these are all the writers. Pick somebody who's mastered it. No. No, still no. There's people greater than me. Wow. And I, and I keep, I keep my eye on those people for sure. Wow. I can't say any names right now because I'm terrible with names. Put a name on it. I'm terrible with <laughs> names, but some of these books that have come out with from even from women, from Nigerian uh, writers, authors, novelists, insane. they're so insane. And then sometimes I wonder is it just because we speak and we come from a different language? My wow. my friend who actually he his first language is um I want to say it's Igbo I don't know if that's a language Zoom. no he's he's Igbo but he, I can't remember exactly what his language is but he was describing to me the way that his language he's Nigerian the way that it translates into uh into English mm. and they think from a different place like he was telling me this is one of the examples he was using he goes so in nigerian or whatever it is instead of being like i'm hungry you would say my stomach is biting me so when i read she when i read these nigerian authors i'm like the way that they can describe something so differently my stomach. We simplify is- it so much. I'm hungry. But he was like, we would say, oh, oh, I'm feeling like a certain pain. My stomach is biting me. And that's how you say I'm hungry. It's like I need a hug and somebody be like, my body yearns for you. Yes. Like, they're just, there's more sauce on their stuff. Yes. So what I'm getting to is I feel like right now where I'm at in my life so far, I think I've done almost everything to simplify it. Mm. I've, I've. Tried to simplify my emotions. I've tried to simplify the stories that I'm telling. I've tried to make everything easy on myself almost. Now, and that's what poetry almost is. It's getting to the it's getting to the point within a few bars. It's getting to the point within one, two pages. You know what I mean? Versus you writing out a 300 page book. How many more emotions will be in that? How how much more can you describe the situation? So yeah, so I feel like I'm at the very beginning. Like, yeah, I've done my 10,000 hours here. But as far as like the next place, I'm, I'm, I got a lot of work to do. Sweetie, <laughs> sweetie. <laughs> the way in which you wow me. <laughs> I, I. What's your perspective on putting 10,000 hours in? Like I said earlier, I believe there are chosen people who are special. Mm-hmm. But what do you think of yourself? Because <laughs> I feel like you've, I feel like you've definitely put the ten thousand hours in. But yeah. I also feel like you, you have just now like unlocked something. I just unlocked something. Yeah, I, I've always known that I was special and that I had talent. I knew it needed work. It wasn't like, oh man, I'm just going to make it to the top with no tightening. I needed a lot of tightening. Mm -hmm. However, the space that I'm in now, mm, (laughs) it's still a lot for me to process. I've kind of wowed myself in ways I wasn't prepared for. Mm -hmm. Um, And still getting familiar with how much I'm able to do. I don't know. I think my 10,000 hours got me ready to unlock stuff, but... I think I have more potential in me than I thought I did. Like I knew I had a lot in me, but now I'm exploring things that I didn't even know I had in me. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I do think for my age and what I do, my skill set is in, is um, impressing. I think the way that I'm able to go in and out of voices, the way in which I have learned how to study, mm-hmm. 
it shocks me sometimes. Like when mm-hmm. I start talking about how I build a character and the room goes silent, mm-hmm. I realize it's not normal. Right. Right. Like right. when I'm like, okay, uh, head to toe, I assign a role. My eyebrows sit a certain way. My left eye is going to be closed. There's tension in my right cheek. My left shoulder feels a little tight. I'm going to walk like this. Her pace is slower. The way she speaks is faster. She holds her ankle down. Like when I really mm-hmm. think about what I'm doing, that feels very normal for me. Right. I realize that I'm learning how to master a craft. I don't believe that I've mastered it yet, but I know that if I keep at the rate in which I'm studying, yeah, I'm going to get what I want. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ever nervous about where this all could lead? Terrified. Really? Yeah. This year, I found out, and mind you, I think I'm very good. Humbly speaking, I think I'm really talented. This year, I found out I'm so much better than I thought I was, which is scary because I was prepared for what could come for the talent that I thought that I had until I had to (laughs) unlock new characters and new voices and... And I usually, you know, I'll talk to my dad about the work that I'm doing. And I was like, so what are your thoughts? And when he was speechless, I was very nervous Mm -hmm. because he was like, this is, uh, I didn't expect you to get here this quick. So just buckle up. (laughs) And when that's all he had to say, I was very nervous. Because at that point, I'm like, I'm not just shocking myself. I'm shocking those around me who thought they knew everything I was capable of, too. So I anticipate- Who also know. Who know what I can do. Who've been around. Yeah, so- That. I don't know. I think uh, this year, the work that I did this year, I'm kind of just, I'm a little freaked out in a good way, you know? Uh, However, my 10,000 hours got me to a point where I'm ready to now create, but I don't think that that's when you become a master. I think that's when you just now- have earned the title of what you really do. Yes. Like when somebody goes, oh, no, I am a painter. I am a photographer. It's like I have studied to say this versus I bought a camera, Fuji gang, I'm a photographer. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, 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 let me me break it down. I have done my 10,000 hours. I am an author. How do you study? (sighs) For me personally, when it comes to comedy or characters, my studying can look a hundred different ways. It could be watching an amazing movie Mm -hmm. and just liking the voice. Um, mm. It could be, you know, me binging White Lotus accidentally. I'm now digesting how to do Jennifer's voice. Mm. You know, like, you know, she, yeah. And just, I'm just watching how she breathes and where it's coming out of. Yeah. And yet, oh no. Oh, help. It, she speaks so specifically, and I'm watching where, I don't know, where she's pushing air from and how her mouth sits and. How she squins. So it's sometimes I'll accidentally study out of just fascination for something being <laughs> yeah. rare. Uh, like when we go to a restaurant and the waiter is amazing. Yeah. Right? Like there was a waiter who held his tongue in a really interesting way. Uh, like an underbite and his tongue sat above his teeth and it was like his mouth was very narrow. It's like, what can I get you guys? <laughs> and I mastered how he held his mouth <laughs> because mm-hmm. I was so fascinated by him. So those are accidental study sessions where a lot of great shit comes out of them. <laughs> yeah. However, when I'm intentional... Okay, let me watch this comedy or this stand-up special that everybody thinks is great. Let me watch mm. interviews of this person. Let me watch the, the the movie that people said was this person's best movie. Mm. Or, you know, when yeah. I had to learn how to sound like I was from New Orleans, all I did was just watch girls on YouTube. Wow. I was like, I don't have the time, energy, or the money for an acting coach to tell me Ooh, uh, uh. I just, that would have taken me out. So what did I do? Just hours of girls talking on their vlogs on YouTube. So it's like, I couldn't do a fucking accent at all from New Orleans. And I'm just watching them be like, so I'm over here with my girl at the theater and he over there at the sink. And I'm like, okay, sink is sink. Okay, sink equals sink. Great, theater. T-H-E-A-T-U-H, not theater, no hard R's. Okay, over, okay, heavy on the O, V, the U-H, just like theater. And it's like math. So once eventually I was like, oh, he over there at the theater. I'm like, baby, I'm trying to party. I was able to mimic because I just saw these girls being like, no, she over there. I'm trying to party. And I was like, (laughs) the way they spoke was so interesting that I was just marking notes. O's, A's, E's feel like this. T's, they hit like this. And so granted, I'm not from New Orleans, but that was how I studied was enough hours of this girl and hearing her in her comfortable vibe Mm -hmm. and taking literal notes Mm -hmm. and making it like math. Like one plus one has to equal two. To you, I mean, I know it doesn't come easy, but it comes easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's literally something, like you said before, genetic, it's, one. It's, yeah, it's in me. But but divine, for sure. Because I'm like, what? How, the, how does somebody do this? It doesn't make sense to me. But also, yeah. 
There's a lot of comedians who've made it, who've done worse impressions and who've been praised for them. Mm -hmm. That's what lets me know, like, oh, no, like, this is seriously a gift. Yeah. No, it's, it's, um... It, when, it's not strange until I explain it to where people go, uh, okay, how are you learning how to do this? And I start speaking and they look at me like it's gibberish. Yeah. That's when I realize my brain's moving at a very wild pace. Mm-hmm. And so I hope that if I continue moving at this pace that I can master my craft. Right. I, I want to get to the point where people go, oh, man, that girl, you know, she sang in the sketch and she this and she laughed and she she hit the emotion. That girl, she's a master at what she does. Mm-hmm. I hope. Um, but studying, yeah. I mean, how do you study? Like, what is, what does that look like for a writing world? Because I know for me, it's visual. Everything's very, you know, what am I watching? Well, I study people. Mm-hmm. Let's start there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know this about me, but I'm someone who I could be in a room with someone for five seconds, say nothing. And then later on, we'll be talking and you'll be like, she's kind of like this, huh? I'm like, yeah. And I could break down a person's entire. Yeah. My my observation about a person usually spot on, but usually I can sense the energy. I can sense if there's insecurity. I can sense if there's joy. I can, you know, I'm very great at observing and almost knowing a person. Mm -hmm. Um, so I study that way and I say that because I write about people, write about like ex-boyfriends and shit, write about my parents. So by really getting into their brains, you're like, I could, if I ever had to write dialogue as well, I know how this person would think or respond. Exactly. Which some people I've written about and like, we never really had like relations like that. I just know what this person might've said to me. I could, I could write a story like you said, and I know what the response would have been. Right. Um... What was the question? Do you read a lot of other people's work? I read other people's work. I listen. I watch interviews mm-hmm. um, a lot just to, just to, again, get in the minds of others. Why are they doing what they do? Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that helps me, like, align with my own self. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. if I see, okay, this is the reason that person does what they do, that they're just talking about it, I internalize and I go, okay, why am I doing it? So at the same, so studying other people, yes, but also studying myself mm-hmm. helps for being honest and writing. Yeah. Um, again, yes, I read. I'm a big advocate of it. I like to read all kinds of books just to see what the vocabulary is like. Just to see wow. expansion. Ex- yeah, like just to see how people describe something. I could I could read the same a book that's about the same exact thing, and all I want to know is how did this person tell the story and how did this person tell the story? What was more important to get out? You know, especially for me, like I want to be able to tell a great story. Wow. I feel like I'm good at storytelling, especially with with my writing, but I don't think that I am as again as good as I could be. So. Wow. How else do I study? I Do interviews help you become a better writer? Because I know you're always watching interviews. Like, does that help you maybe study people for character inspiration? Or it's just fascinating no, to you? Um, interviews, interviews keep me on my toes, I'd say. Okay. When I watch interviews, especially if it's someone that I look up to or that's extremely successful, it more so gives me more drive. Because we can lack that too, like we can get comfortable or yeah. we can feel like we've gone to a specific uh, state and then we watch an interview and then we realize we have a long way to go mm-hmm. or damn, that's what this person went through. I haven't even dealt with that yet. I haven't yeah. even, so that later on you watch the interview, you go, ah, I feel that, Yeah, you know? Um, so interviews does that for me. I think most of my study... comes from breaking down why a person wrote what they wrote. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's what most of my study is. Hmm. I can read something and then I'll question, why did they write it this way? What did they mean when they said that? wonder what they were going through. It's just, it keeps me wanting to tell a real story. 
Wow. And then that gets you into the craft of everything because you're yeah. like, oh, he used such a beautiful word here. He could have just said blue, but he said ocean. You know, it's like there's yeah. there's certain decisions that an artist makes that inspires you. Mm-hmm. I, I do that with comedy is what made that funny. And then mm-hmm. I go, was it the face they made? Was it the tone? Was it the delivery? Was it the speed? Mm-hmm. Was it the way their body swayed? Yeah. What made that funny? And then I go, oh, it's funny when people go, bleh. Yeah. You know, I can include that in a yeah. in another mm-hmm. bit. So that's really interesting. Is there anything outside of your current career that you would like to master in your lifetime? I want to master the art of cleaning and organizing. Wow. I want to be able to just organize the hell out of my house and it looks spectacular. Wow. That truly is one of my greatest goals um, just in life. I want to be I, – I look at cleaning honestly as like a spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. And when you do it fast and when you do it sloppily, it just doesn't feel as good and then you don't feel as good about – your home or yeah. yourself. You know you slacked. You know you slacked. And it's wow. like, well, if I'm slacking on improving my home life, what else am I slacking on? I'm probably slacking on a whole bunch of other shit. Mm. Um, I want to master... How do I... I have the thought, but I'm trying to figure out how to break it into words. This is a thought that came to my mind not too long ago. Women in most of history who were chosen to be the most powerful person in their lineage, let's just say. Mm -hmm. Women who were queens. Mm -hmm. Women who go for president. You have to have not only rawness, but this like strength to you. Mm-hmm. that I think I don't have yet because I'm so willing to let you walk over me. Not you directly, but, you know, just in you general. You got an issue with me? No. <laughs> <laughs> just in general, it, it's so it's so easy for me to let people walk over me that it mentally, it makes me wonder, like, am I weaker than I think I am? Like, you look at those women as forces. Yeah. Force, bold yeah. force. Yeah, and She's I don't gonna get it anyway. I think that I'm a great fucking human. I think I'm interesting. I think I'm spirit. I think I'm all the things, but I don't look at myself like Mulan. You know, like I don't look at my, <laughs> I don't look at myself as like the powerful woman that overcame, that made it be known that her presence. You know, I don't look at myself in that light yet. Wow. And I think that's definitely something that I want to master. I want to. I want to ma- master strength. But I want it to look a certain way, if that makes sense. Like elegant strength, like a force. Really, yeah. a, for- a force is a very big word. Like when somebody walks in the room and you go, oh, shit. Yeah. They just, they just. They because I think I have a tough exterior, but I, I think that my interior is a lot softer than I realized up until recently. Wow. Which is fine. I still always want to be soft. Don't don't get me wrong, but right. I want to be able to have that balance of like, no, you could rule the nation if you wanted to. You know what I mean? Like Wow. You could you could be the woman of the household if you needed to. I don't You are. You're my queen. <laughs> uh, you are Miss Angelou Shakur. You could do anything. <laughs> you rule me and all of those around you. You are our queen. <laughs> We believe in you. You are our force. <laughs> I, I don't want to master anything else. Really? No. I want to be great at things. I want to have a balance with things. But in my head, the way that I would need to focus to master being a great entertainer, there's no room for any other mastery. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, because I wanted to say like master fitness and like staying on it. No, I want to find a balance and yes. be consistent. But mastering requires me dedicating my life mm-hmm. as of right now. You know, even if I were to have kids, I wouldn't say like master being a great mother. There's no way, there's no like, mm-hmm. you know, she followed the handbook. She is the great mother. Yeah. Like, I think my career, that is just forever going to be something I'm tackling uh, of just mastering, creating a career that that backs up that I become a master. Yeah. Anything else? Can't think of. <laughs> Not at the top of my head. I'll, if I if I think of something, I'll let you guys know. 
Hmm, okay, we? last question. Is it the last? Yeah, the last one. All right, sweet Pete, talk to me. Would you rather be a master? You pretty much just answered this, but would you rather be a master at one thing or a jack of all trades? Which is interesting because I feel like you I are am a jack, a jack, of, jack of, all of all trades. <laughs> Uh, this is but, an interesting one. But knowing that, yeah, all the trades that you have, would you swap them out to be better at the one thing you're trying to master? This is such a hard question for me because <laughs> growing up, I always was taught that like being a jack of all trades means you're all over the place. You got to focus on one thing. There's no way you're good at all these things. I'm very good at a lot of things. Yeah. I have a lot of skills, whether it be hair, makeup, photography, writing, painting. Like, I can do a lot of things. But what the key to me being a jack of all trades while trying to master one, which I never thought was possible, is, is understanding that those skills need to somehow help me master what I'm doing, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes, I'm great at hair, makeup, and whatever but like now I have to do the hair the makeup for an event when I show up as a comedian I have to use it towards my goal versus just I'm in a hair class I don't have time for that right so I I want to master comedy and entertaining however naturally in my life a lot of things have just I'm just able to pick up skills that's Mm -hmm. just something that I've always been really good at so I try to look at it as a good thing even though growing up people are like you can't be that good at that many things (laughs) but then I meet people and they're like Damn, you have a lot of skills, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's I, I try to I don't know. It's that's a weird question for I don't know. I'd rather be a master. Yeah. I what's guess. what's I it like know. to meet someone who has a bunch of skills? For me? Yeah. <laughs> Cause you don't meet someone every day who can do no. as much as you. So when you do I'm blown away, one, mm-hmm. when they're very great at multiple things. Like there's this person I know. <laughs> I love him. I hate him. I Rolls love him. Eyes. I hate him. Rolls eyes. He ain't shit. But he ain't shit at all. But he's great at a lot of different random things. Mm-hmm. I can't say what he's good at because then people <laughs> are like, hold up. This sounds like. But um, he has so many random skills that he's spectacular at. Mm-hmm. But I think his lack of focus has stopped him from really thriving in one. Mm-hmm. I feel like I must just thrive in entertainment and creativity right now because that's what's kind of moving me. Mm-hmm. I have no desire to be the best hairstylist in the world. Right. It's just I know how to do hair. Mm-hmm. I think for him, he's he's putting his energy everywhere to where nothing's going up because you're juggling too much versus, oh, on a random Saturday, I'll take a lesson. Oh, you know, I'm naturally good at that. Maybe I'll do a cooking class on a Sunday that I don't have anything to do versus Sunday cooking, Saturday this, Mm -hmm. da-da-da karate, this, you're doing way too much. Mm -hmm. So I look at him and I think, oh, you have so much potential if you just learned how to sit down for a second. When did you learn how to sit down? When people started telling me, like, you ain't going to get nowhere doing all that shit at once. Wow. Yeah. like when Someone people, had to tell you? Like, yeah. Some, like, people said like, it? What, what do you do? And then I would name five careers, and they were like, <laughs> but what do you do? I'm like, well, I said it. I'm a singer. I'm an actress. But what do you focus on? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. So now, I don't even tell people I'm a singer. If they go, don't you sing? I'm like, oh, I used to. I don't claim a singer. Like, my bio doesn't say, like, singer, (laughs) writer, actress, comedian. I think that's so distracting. What do you know to focus on? That's like dentist, acrobatic, yoga teacher. I'd be like, you are fucking weird. What are you good at? (laughs) So I'd rather be a master and then people discover I have other skills and go, damn, that girl's good, versus presenting myself as a jack of all, all trades. I'd rather it be a surprise where people go, oh, I was looking for somebody to braid my hair. I could do it. Oh, I need headshots. Oh, I could do it. And then be like, how do you know how to do all these things? Mm-hmm. Versus, I am. Yeah. I just, I hate that. Like a, a multi-hyphenate with the hyphenates never stop. Yeah. That shit is corny. Yeah. I'd rather just have the secret skills and, and utilize them when need be, but mm-hmm. to be known as like a performer, comedian. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Before I was like the multi-hyphenate queen. Yeah, you were. It was so annoying. It's like <laughs> I'm not going to go that far, but. <laughs> it was. It was it like, was, oh, I it do. Was, it was interesting, especially as at a young age. Yeah. I was a multi-hyphenate young. Like, I'm sure you, I'm sure you, I'm sure there were other people around you that were that, that not as talented and skilled in so many different things, but I, I'm sure at some points maybe it could have felt lonely, but I'm, but also for you to be good at that many things, you must have seen so many other people good at more than one thing or good at things that you wanted to be good at. So you Mm -hmm. 
not even forced yourself, but you challenged yourself to be good. Little tests. Yeah. Oh, that girl's a good painter. I wonder if I could paint that same exact painting. Mm-hmm. Like my my testing, my mental has gotten me so many different mm-hmm. skills and talents because I just I wanted to prove I could do it too. Oh man, she did her own hair. That looks hard, but let me look at how she's positioning her arm. I could do that. Yeah. So it's like, you know, but then it's how are you dispersing your energy? Right? Like now right. I have to go, my energy belongs to my comedy. And everything yes. must have a bit of it. Even this podcast, I still stay sharp. I'm still on it. Mm-hmm. I still, my brain is still working very fast, a lot of humor. But uh, it's really just focusing in on that one thing. And then you can expand. But when I see people with too many gifts who don't know what to do with it, they never rise. Right. They stay in the same place for years, just really good at a lot of different things. Yeah. I don't want that. I want people to be like, that girl, you know, yeah. did her shit. Yeah. Whoo, mama. I'm done, girl. I'm done, girl. I'm done. I'm ready to, you know, get a little walk in. Walks have been my savior for the past few years. Just walk in the breeze, going through my bun. Just wow. But um, I think anybody listening to this, if you are somebody who has thirty thousand multi hyphenates uh, in your bio, and you're a doctor, a dentist, an acrobatic, and a yoga teacher, and a singer, just know it's very hard for people to take you serious because they don't know what your focus in. Your focus mm-hmm. is so you know it's it's. I understand that we want to tell people everything that we have, everything that we've ever done in our lives. But if you really have a focus and a goal that you're trying to accomplish, make sure to just center in on that a little bit. Because when things are all over the place, people don't really know how to support you or what there is to support. They just know you do a thousand different things. But um, with that being said, I think it's a great skill to be able to do a bunch of random things. It has made my life very easy yeah. to be able to edit photos, to retouch, to do hair, to do makeup, to paint. Um, I, It saved me a lot of time and a lot of money to learn skills. But once I learned I have to focus on one, everything changed for me. This is just a random question, but do you feel like private school did this for you? Or do you think you just were always going to do this? I need to know because I'm trying to figure out where to put my child in school. Uh, I've been like this since I was like five. I think this is just, I don't know if there's like a a, a dead Hollywood star living in me who said, girl, we got to get this done, honey. But like since I was five, it's just been a desire to be great. Because I went to school with a lot of kids like this who were like, whatever. And I was like, but don't you want greatness? Like, greatness has always been a desire for me. Never fame. Well, no, when I was younger, fame when I was a loser. But, like, Mm -hmm. not now. I'm not like, I want to be famous. I'm like, I want to be great. I want people to be like, yo, go and do that voice. Isn't that amazing? I want want a talent where people go, she's fucking good. Yeah. I want my haters to say I'm not good (sighs) and their friends correct them. And be like, yo, you sound like a hater. Like, she's good. Yeah. I want to be undeniable. That's the goal. <laughs> so that's what I'm I'm working towards, you know, but I don't I don't I think private school helped me be exposed to things, but you can be exposed and not be curious. You could be like, "Oh, great. Thank you for that accordion lesson." Next. I think private school it showed me there was more, but the hustle kind of developed outside of school. Mm. But I have a creative parent. So right. I don't know if seeing a dreamer my whole life was like, oh, Dreaming is real. Fun is real. Because what would I be if I didn't have an artist parent? Right. Right? So shit is deep, girl. It is. I'm girl. like, I'm going to eat up these Snickers. No, I'm about to eat a I'm Twix, done. girl. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, season three is whooping my ass. I, can, <laughs> Already. I cannot tell a lie. Yes. We thank you guys for listening. We we love hearing from you. Leave, leave a comment. Leave a positive review, preferably five stars and something positive. Uh, if you have something <laughs> negative to say, just DM it to us. Don't 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 do it for the whole world. Hurt okay? our feelings in private. Yeah, hurt our feelings on the low low. Okay, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Um, I'm gonna go walk and have some wine. I'm Sky, <laughs> and I'm Raina. This has been Unpack and Bounce Back. Holla, bye.